The Boston Greeks podcast is here and ready to bring Greekness back. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us once again. We have a very special show tonight. We have a very special guest. We're going to get a little more serious. Uh, we've had a couple of comedians, some singers, all sorts of people from all walks of life. But tonight we're going to get a little more serious with somebody who is in the political sphere, but also in the business sphere. But I'm going to let her tell us a little more about that. But first, let me introduce my co-host, Foti Stamos. Hello, Foti. Yasu Ari. Um, once again, as always, we have such, we're blessed to have such great segments because thanks to all of the Greeks and Greek Americans who are out there doing great things, as you mentioned, whether they be in the entertainment business, um, you know, whether they're inventing something, what have you, it's always great to see that as Greeks and Greek Americans and Greeks abroad, what we bring to the table for, uh, the betterment of our society, of our life, our health and what have you. And our guest tonight, actually, as you mentioned, not just serious, but is very important to the fact that, uh, they can put into place certain, uh, elements to make our society and our local government better. The fact that there's more important, uh, aspects of our lives outside of entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. what I, you know, so uh, without further ado, I we want to in, you know, invite to the segment and welcome out of her busy schedule, Theo Scadias, uh, who's in Cambridge, running for city council. We're going to let her give us her, you know, her gist of who she is, where she's from, and what brought her here today in her journey. Theo, thank you so much for joining us. I know you got a busy schedule, but welcome to the segment. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm happy to start by introducing myself. So I grew up in New York and when I was in middle and high school, I spent five consecutive summers volunteering in Tijuana, Mexico with Project Mexico, which was also organized in coordination with the Orthodox churches in the United States. And uh, I was very struck by the, yeah, yeah, it was great. But also I was very struck by contrasting living standards between folks in Tijuana, Mexico and San Diego, California, just across the border. I mean, there was incredible wealth disparity. And so I Mm -hmm. began work in international development. So in college, I ended up studying six non-English languages and um, yeah, I spent all of my summers abroad and I moved abroad after college as well for a few years. Yeah, I um, studied Spanish and I worked in education in Costa Rica. I studied Greek, of course, and I worked in Greece with the nonprofit. I um, studied Arabic and studied in Morocco and then worked in the West Bank leading summer camps for refugee youth. And then I also studied French in Moroccan Dedija, and I worked in Morocco with NGOs, non-governmental organizations in Rabat and Casablanca on conflict resolution, community empowerment, and poverty alleviation. And then I had also studied Turkish, and I worked in Turkey for a year in education and uh, research. And yeah, I um, came back to Cambridge to do my master's in public policy, hoping to go abroad again as a diplomat. I love building bridges across difference, but it was a lead up to the 2016 presidential election, and I was totally transformed. And in the year since, I've been working very closely in community empowerment efforts here in Cambridge, where I live, and in the place that I have come to call home. So I first helped start a a neighborhood association in Harvard Square. I managed the city council campaign for a woman, Sambal Siddiqui, who's now our mayor. So it was her first time running. She's been very successful since. I also uh, helped run Jimmy Tingle's race for lieutenant governor in 2018. 
Yeah. And then in, I was his longest serving staff. And then in 2019, I joined the, uh, I became executive director of Cambridge Local First, a nonprofit network of local and independent businesses in Cambridge. Um, and that work has been really transformative. I'm also now on the board of the American Independent Business Alliance. So I help independent business alliances around the country. And um, I've also coordinated something called the New England Local Economies Coalition, which is a coalition of local first organizations. And we all provide mutual aid to each other. So I'm very committed to building a resilient local economy. I also run a national internship program called the Resilient Local Economies Internship Program. And we're working to bolster sustainable and resilient economies here in Cambridge and around the country. And um, I also joined the board of the YWCA Cambridge and became board chair. We're the largest provider of housing to single women in Cambridge. And we run a 10 family shelter. And our mission is twofold to empower women and eliminate racism. And um, I joined a few other nonprofit boards and, and just got super involved. Involved, and here I am now running for city council to support local businesses, uh, reduce homelessness, and fight for greater environmental resilience. I have one, qu- one quick oh, wow. question before we go on. How do you find yeah. the time? <laughs> uh, I, I wear Hermione's time turner. Uh, try to turn back time a little bit, just like she does in Harry well, Potter. Wow. That I mean, is just this is beyond, very impressive. This is beyond impressive. Beyond impressive. Thanks, guys. Our hat's off to you. Uh, you, know, we're, you know, you're the type of individual that we would root for constantly because of what you see that's needed out there. And the fact that you're making these efforts is uh, beyond uh, whatever we can think of or imagine. Theo, can you just quickly, I mean, you you gave us a great um, preview in such a short timeline, but you said you, you grew, up, grew up in New York, mm-hmm. right? Maybe quickly as a Greek American, you know, any, your roots from Greece, your parents are first gen, are you first generation, second generation? Sure. Yeah. So my great grandparents came from Greece, but we maintain a very close relationship to the country. So my dad's family is entirely from Sparta and we still have cousins there. And yep. From Magula, a village just outside of Sparti. And then my mom's family is from Ikaria, a little island in the Aegean Sea where we actually still have a home. And oh, wow. Yeah, my grandparents had built a hotel there as well in Therma, but my mom's family is from oh. a little village in the mountains. And we go all the time. Absolutely love Greece. I went to Ionian Village when I was a middle school student. Um, mm-hmm. So I spent a summer in Greece as a kid. And then we went just as a family as well. And my family's pretty connected to the church. So my mom was our um, church's philoptokos president. Two of my aunts were actually president of the national philoptokos. So mm-hmm. my uncle's members of the HEPA. My dad was on the parish council and also a Sunday school teacher. And also I sang in the church choir and I was Goya president for two years in high school. And um, I now am president of the Panicarian Brotherhood uh, New England chapter. So for folks who come from Igaria, there's an association. It's the oldest Hellenic association in the country. And I run, I actually started last year, the New England chapter. So um, yeah, yeah. So we're super connected to Greece and also uh, Greek Americans here. That's- uh, My gosh. And I mean, I'm afraid to ask more questions because it's just it's compounded. But this is great. I mean, <laughs> the fact, you know, I think you're the first Icarian. Is that the term correctly? The first yeah, yeah, Icarian that, uh-huh. that we have on our segments, right? And Ari and I are big fans of the Blue Zones, and we know that yep. Icaria, of course, of course, very <laughs> That's true. where people live the longest. And I was just going to ask yep. very quickly: your family's uh, 150 years. Your family's hotel in Icaria. Have they seen an uptick since this whole phenomena of uh, Icarians being one of the longest longest living? 
developing societies in the world where people oh. can visit and, and travel. Yeah. There's been a lot more interest in Nicaria in recent years because of the blue zones. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. There's a, basically the, the year round population is 10,000 people in the summers. Now it's 30,000. Wow. Amazing. So you've got a lot on your plate and you've got a lot to manage and, and, and every single aspect of what's on that plate is very dear and important to you. Um, and now you're ramping up and putting a lot of efforts into running for city council. Anything that you want to share with us about, you know, what your your message and your goal is uh, as a city councilor in Cambridge? Sure. Yeah. And folks are welcome to check out my website. It's www.votetheo.com. And it's got a lot of web, a lot of information on policies. It's also been translated into non, uh, nine non-English languages for added uh, accessibility, including Greek. So it's- And you, you, you translated it all yourself, right? My friends help. <laughs> my friends help. I did some of the translations, but I definitely have a system. And um, yeah, it's been fun. Like my sister-in-law, who is Danish, translated it into Danish. And one of my friends who's Israeli translated it into Hebrew. So it's, it's gone into all different languages. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. But my, so my policy agenda is primarily threefold, although there's a lot of ideas that I have. And there's actually nine sections of policies there. But the three big ones that I keep hitting on at doors when I'm canvassing and in candidate forums is one, local and independent businesses. I really want to champion our local institutions because they're so important for our economy and they're really primary vehicles of upward economic mobility for working and immigrant Americans. When my family came to the U.S. from Greece, everybody started a small business. Um, mm -hmm. My parents run a restaurant in the Bronx on City Island and um, they're res lifelong restaurant owners and my grandparents owned a florist shop. And I have cousins that own insurance companies and now come compost companies and engineering businesses. So all kinds of businesses from Boston all the way down to Atlanta, actually. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, it, I'm, I'm very committed to supporting our local and independent businesses. And my vision is a totally regenerative economy because a lot of folks don't realize, but up until the 1970s or so, we had an economy that was locally sourced because the man, the uh, industrial revolution started here in Lowell, Massachusetts. So we sourced mm. our manufacturing goods locally. And also we were an agricultural state and we sourced our food needs locally. But then with globalization, our sourcing and supply chains have gone global. But as you've seen with the pandemic, it's not resilient and it's not sustainable either. And so I'm hoping that we can move toward local sourcing um, as both a, a strategy for sustainability environmentally and resilience. Second, I would like to bolster affordability Cambridge has one of the highest rental rates in the country and an enormous wealth gap and um, pretty staggering displacement and gentrification ongoing. So mm -hmm. we've lost a huge percentage of our diverse residents and that, that trend is only worsening. Um, and, and then with that comes increasing homelessness. So I'm hoping that we can replicate the model we have at the YWCA Cambridge to provide more housing for people who don't have, who are permanently homeless now, because nobody should be homeless in a city with as many resources as Cambridge has. Mm -hmm. And then last but not least is taking greater climate action because oh, this is our one home and uh, we have to do everything we can to bolster our environmental resilience. Wow. You you really, I mean, Ari, not to cut you off, but uh, you really hit it on the head as far as like, you know, what's happening in our in our world today, whether it's Cambridge or other sections of Boston who are facing similar situations that are not mm -hmm. as addressed as what you just mentioned. And uh, we commend you for actually making these your priorities and your policies. Thank Ari, you. Yeah. 
And I, I just wanted to say very quickly, uh, everything you mentioned there is something that is, you know, personal. Uh, it affects me in a personal way. I've been a local business owner. Climate change, I mean, it's just such a big thing. I can't even get into it, but we, we know where that stands today. And it's just, it's great to hear somebody who wants to make some change, especially the change that we believe in as well. Like Fatih said, we commend you on that. And we, we really hope that you could be that change. Absolutely. Um, we definitely want to let our audience know, you know, you just mentioned that uh, you do have a platform uh, to learn more information. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely want to be able to support you and our audience to support you in any different ways outside of your votefeo.org or com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Any other, any other, you know, do you want to mention your other, any other platforms or outlets that we can learn more about you, communicate with you, see what you're doing? Yeah. Well, I have a lot of social media channels. So I use Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and they're all linked on my website. But for for Instagram and Twitter, it's just at Theodora Skiatis. And I have a Facebook and LinkedIn as well. And I'm very active on social media. So cool. folks are welcome to engage with me on social media. If you live in Cambridge, you can post a yard sign. Of course, everybody can donate. And there's a link to my donations page on my website. And if anybody wants to phone bank or canvas, they can always join us for a phone bank or canvas any day before election day, including election day, November 2nd. November 2nd. Second. We, you know, we will. Yeah, def- Tuesday. So it's in two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Always feel free uh, to share anything you want with us so we can uh, upload that on our platform. Um, Oh, sure. We, you know, Ari, you know, there's probably multiple ways that we can uh, feature any of this information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will also link, obviously, to our website and some of our social media through the podcast, through the, the video, through our app. Everywhere we post this, they'll be able to get in touch with you. And I just want to say, very, very impressive. I'm just sorry you come from such a lazy background where you guys just like kind of sit around doing <laughs> I know nothing. It's so hard. <laughs> but so, amazing, just amazing what, what you're doing. And, I have a couple questions for her. Sure. I mean, as a New Yorker, how is it transitioned to being a Bostonian? It's, I mean, I love it here. Um, I have a lot of family in New York, but I have a ton of cousins here in Boston too. Cool. I just think, yeah, I think that Cambridge and Boston, it's just so like walkable and condensed and livable. And I just, I just think it's so nice. So it wasn't, I mean, I grew up in like a little town. So for me, Cambridge was kind of a big city when I moved here mm-hmm. oh, cool. in 2008. Yeah. Cause I grew up in a town of 2000 people. Um, wow. Yeah. Very rural. All my neighbors had farms. So uh-huh. this was a really, big difference and um yeah it, it but certainly you know new york city is so much bigger but i never i always grew up in or i lived in a little little village so yeah it's been a fine transition i really like it here yeah i mean cambridge for us as uh even bostonians you know me and rosendale are in somerville you know cambridge was still a very important part of our upbringing um yeah. you know whether oh my you, gosh yeah my, right? my whole life was spent going to harvard square and just harvard hanging square, out and like <laughs> right you know, we also had a dear friend who they, you know, the Greek Institute, which, you know, resides in, I'm not sure if it's still there, but in, in Harvard Square. In I believe it is. Yeah. Outside. Um, they were very important in our, in our, you know, local uh, Greek American cultures. You know, the St. Helens and Constantine in Cambridge has been very instrumental on many occasions. We, Ari and I frequent the festivals there in Cambridge uh, many, many years over, over the years. But for us, you know, Cambridge is a very important part of our upbringing, even uh, as Bostonians. 
Theo, anything that anything more that you'd like to share with us as we kind of wrap up our segment uh, that you'd like to share with our audience? Besides everything you just mentioned, that was just <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, everyone's welcome to get involved. I part of what I found most exciting about local politics is that you can really have big change and impact. You know, at the federal level or the international level, there are these really difficult issues that feel so removed from us, right? And so hard to affect. But what's nice is at the local level, you can have real impact, right? Like you can actually change policies that affect what the city does and things that you see, right? So like a residential compost program was only created a few years ago and now we have free compost in Cambridge mm-hmm. um, that a lot of people use and, and the people compost now we didn't used to. So just to say that it's it's a really empowering space and definitely recommend getting involved in some way uh, and, and joining for a canvas, basically door knock you learn so much at the doors. It's such an interesting way to spend a few hours. So wow. folks are welcome to join me and I'd, I'd love, yeah, I'd love some company. That's awesome. Yeah, so definitely, Theo, we're, we'd love to have you back. We'd love to see sure. um, where you're at, see some of the uh, progressions in your, in your yeah. initiatives, for sure. Uh, you'll always be a we part of it. We can do a it. post-election segment. Yes, absolutely. But you know, this is very absolutely and please feel free to always you know connect with us anything that you want to share on our platform to our audience you're more than welcome thank you so much for your time i know you got a busy schedule i know you got tons of emails to get to right uh-huh. too many that's emails just... too many emails. <laughs> that's, that's, end, that's life in 2021 and again i i also want to say yeah. thank you so much theo such an impressive background such an impressive resume and you're doing great things and we wish you all the best we want to see you back we want to thank everybody out there for watching and listening we're going to link up to Theo's uh, website and just thank you so much again for your time. Thanks everybody out there. We will see you next time. Have a good night. Bye-bye.